0: And the thing that is amazing to me, and you talk about is there, I guess, an aha moment. Mm -hmm. That moment to me is when you see this child who has gone through some, it's normally really some pretty horrible crap, you know? Mm -hmm. And, I mean, the easy thing would be for them to forget about it, move on with their life and do it. And they have the guts to go and report what happened to them and then go through this whole court process and they have, to, they have the guts to go sit up on the witness stand and tell a court mm. what this bad guy did to them. It's freaking amazing.
1: welcome to everyday superhumans the podcast to restore your faith in humanity i'm kyle
2: sound happier okay (laughs) i'm trying to do my serious
1: (laughs) NPR voice the podcast to restore your faith in humanity it's me trying to be i'm trying to channel my inner roman mars Uh oh (laughs) that's what i'm trying to do and uh you are
2: i'm oh we're still going yeah we're still going Okay. (laughs) all right i'm charlie I'm just critiquing. <laughs>
1: I'm just here for the comments. You're giving me editing notes before I even start adding the uh, the intro. Yep, that's my job. Do you know what my favorite month of the year is? <laughs> <laughs>
2: what? Wait, can I guess? Yeah, yeah, you asked. So I think it's November.
1: Wow, you're off by a month. Oh. It's the month we record the episode that we're releasing today. Whoa. It's the month of October. It's been a while since we recorded this episode, but it's... A great episode. And it was actually supposed to be our season closer for our last season. However, I went out of town for a couple of weeks and then you went out of town for a couple of weekends and we just couldn't get together for a while and we decided to just push it to the season. So Here it is. Here is bikers against child abuse, which is a kind of a strange idea for a nonprofit when you first think about it. Like bikers are like the tough guy. They roll into town and they they like make it their, their small kingdom before they roll out again.
2: Yeah. They're like a Crib. Yeah. They're, they're a crib. A crib. They're, not, they're like a gang. Well, well, <laughs> I'm thinking I'm thinking of children and then I thought mm. of crib, but they're like a crew.
1: Yeah, they're like a crew. They
2: carry as a crib.
1: <laughs> That's a good way to put it, yeah. So the bikers against childhood abuse or Baca for short. They take that biker persona and they bring it to like a more inspiring kind of like superhero persona for these kids.
2: Yeah, so they empower children not to be
1: afraid. Yeah, and they usually escort these kids to their court hearings and like sit there in the audience to like, let them know that they're not alone. And they also like empower the kids through like, giving them things like road names, and then they also give them like their custom patches and all that stuff. It seems kind of gimmicky at first. But, like, when you think about it, though, they're showing these people that have like felt hopeless their entire life that they can be tough. By the sweetest people of all times. Doesn't matter how tough they like, they're super sweet. Rocksteady and the kid who we speak to, they had hearts of gold.
0: My name is Rocksteady, and I'm the president of the Austin chapter of Bikers Against Child Abuse.
3: And I'm the kid. I'm the vice president for BACA Austin. So,
1: uh, how did you get involved with BACA? Uh, start with you, Rocksteady.
0: So. I had seen people with the Baca back patch around town for mm-hmm. a long time, and I have always been active riding my bike, and, and I also have been active doing uh, volunteer work for different things in Austin. Mm-hmm. And so I stopped the guy that had a patch one time and asked him what they were all about. And he told me, and I thought, well, that sounds really cool. And then two years later, I showed up at a meeting and. Found out what they were all about, really about, and decided to join.
1: Uh, Would you elaborate
0: what Baca is all about, then? So, our mission statement is to empower kids, help empower kids. So, let me translate what that means: Um, kids who are in or who have been subject to abuse, whether it's sexual, physical, mental abuse, and they go into the court system. There's a big gaping hole between the time they report their abuse and the time they go to court. So one of the things that we do is help empower them so they're not afraid during that time and they're not afraid to go to court. And we try to help them get to where they can live life normally again. I mean, that's a really hard thing to do, but you know, we try to help them get beyond whatever kind of abuse that they've, they've in encounter
3: and uh, how did you get involved but no i uh first ran into baka i think it was at a chewies actually I had a bunch huh. of them parked out front and you know i thought that's that looks cool i hadn't actually started riding yet so i didn't really think much of it other than it looks like a so bunch you, of cool dudes right
1: yeah i just saw a bunch of cool dudes hanging out in front of chewies
3: and uh yeah after after i got into riding been just riding around on my own for a bit wanted to get involved with an organization to you know build some of the the biker brotherhood that you hear about and I've always been a protector by nature. So when I found out more about BACA, what they actually do with protecting these kids who have been abused and empowering them to go on with their lives, um, you know, that that stirred something in me. And I knew mm-hmm. that, you know, I'd found home.
2: Yeah. And we're actually outside of the Child Protection Services right now. Right. Center for Child Protection. Which Center I take it
1: you work really closely with then.
0: We're kind of, we kind of have a mutual admiration society with them mm-hmm. because they're the first ones to get the that get to interact with a, a child an abused child and they don't refer every case to us but certain cases they will refer to us and we have our monthly meetings here I mean they they know who we are and we know who they mm-hmm. are and you know and as we we fit together really well
2: mm-hmm
1: So what exactly does BACA do to help empower and protect these children that are, I guess, abuse survivors
3: would be a good way to put it? Yeah, they're definitely survivors. We call them our heroes because, Mm. uh, so when you look at the the statistics, it's one out of every four girls, one out of every six boys are faced with abuse as they grow up. Um, You know, when you extrapolate that to how many people there are in the country, Mm. it's a really large number. The statistics show, too, that the average child abuser, uh, especially child molesters, will victimize or go after hundreds Mm -hmm. of kids before they're finally caught. So when one of these kids stands up and says, this happened to me, this is not okay, and they're the ones that did this, they're saving countless other kids. And so, like I said, we call them our heroes Mm -hmm. and the way that we help them is by giving them support through our physical presence if necessary Mm -hmm. and then the emotional support of, you know, you woke up at 3 a.m. from a nightmare and yeah, we'll take that phone call. We'll talk you down and we'll make sure that, you know, you're safe. And if need be, we'll come stand outside your door and make sure that nobody gets in.
2: So does each biker have a kid or you're like a sponsor for a kid? so basically
0: right so the way it works is that each child that we get once we've decided that we're going to bring them into our organization we actually have a ceremony where we adopt them into our our family and then once they're adopted each child has two primaries um two bikers that their whole deal is they're assigned really assigned to like this is your kid Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you're gonna do you're going to help empower this kid. You're going to be the guy that wakes up at three mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning to answer the call, or to be the one to go eat ice cream with them on a hot Sunday afternoon. You know, what mm-hmm. I mean, we, do, you know, we do fun stuff a lot of times oh, yeah.
1: too. So, so things so, like just like anything to comfort them in a like way, like almost get them through it.
2: Big brother, big sister, yeah, but in like a more serious circumstance.
0: So yeah, I mean, they're what they go through is a very serious deal, right? Mm -hmm. But, and we don't talk to them about what specifically happened to them, right? Mm -hmm. That's for the courts Mm to, and all. I mean, they're going to talk about it enough. What we want to do is to get them to not be afraid of, like, for example, a lot of young girls when they are introduced to us they're very afraid of being around men Mm -hmm. understandably so right Mm -hmm. so one of the things that we try to do is to let them know in a safe way that you know hey you may have encountered a really mean Mm -hmm. horrible man but that doesn't mean every man is is mean and horrible and put some normalcy back into their life as much as bikers can be normal <laughs> yeah. yeah i guess like one yes. thing like, like a stereotype with bikers is that bikers are usually intimidating tough like guys badass right. but it's part of the 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 image that we have to portray it's important that that i say that we're, that we're not a vigilante group you know mm-hmm. we don't go hunting people down <laughs> yeah. and and you know take them off and let make them disappear or anything like that we're mm-hmm. absolutely uh a, we're a nonviolent organization mm-hmm. but you know, we are bikers. So, I mean, you're kind of like bodyguards,
3: like, and also emotional support, but, uh, and emotional support to yeah. these you're kids.
2: You're protectors.
3: That's well, what And think. we want our kids to know that their family is bigger than their monsters.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you say the bigger than their monsters. What do you mean by that?
3: Well, so these kids are, you know, terrified at the idea that their perpetrators are going to come back in the middle of the night, crawl through their window, and hurt them because, you know, they told people what had happened and what they'd done. Mm-hmm. And if they know that their family, their brothers and sisters, that they now have, have their back, then they don't have to be afraid. They don't. Mm-hmm. They can go onto the stand and tell their story without fear of what's going to happen when they go home that night.
1: Yeah, something I read on your website is that uh, a tradition with the bikers is typically you have like a tight niche group that's like a family outside of your family. Mm-hmm. So showing these kids that like you can choose your family in a way, and they're always there to I guess people always have to support you it is a terrific idea how did uh
0: Baca get started so in 1995 there was a guy named J.P. Lilly Mr. Lilly was or I guess he still is a social worker and a registered play therapist in
3: At Provo Utah
0: thank you Provo Utah keeps I keep saying Seattle but it's Provo Utah <laughs> yeah and he had a child who he was doing therapy with, and he noticed that when he would do his therapy sessions with him, it was great and everything. But, you know, then the kid went home, and then he this kid started obsessing with the fact that he had had to go to court soon, and he was worried about it. And so the kid just turned in on himself, you know, and became very quiet and, you know, wouldn't. Interact with anybody. It's a lot
1: of pressure for a kid.
0: Yeah, well, it really is. So what he did is he rode a motorcycle. So he got twenty-seven of his friends to go to a barbecue that was at the that kid's house that afternoon, and they all went and showed up on their bikes, and they all interacted with the kid, and you know, said, you know, hey, we're here, and you know, we got your back and everything. And he then the next day mother said you know the kid was out riding his bike the, the next day and he was out and he was interacting with people and he wasn't afraid anymore <laughs> mm-hmm. so the chief got his his uh, jp Lilly's road name is chief mm-hmm. so he went and started Baca with that right then with 20 of those people that went to that party and so Baca grew from that organ you know that small 20 member group to now we're in 47 states oh wow 18 countries
3: i think it's 17 right 17 now 17
0: countries and i mean we're i mean we're all over the place that is awesome so uh, how many members does baca have do you know off the top of your head i don't know if we i don't know an exact number i know there's in texas alone there's well over 700 members oh
1: wow that's good
2: do you take classes like what if somebody doesn't really have that much experience with helping children but they want to help a kid but they feel nervous about helping
3: the kid. So we do actually have a lot of training classes available to our membership uh, both locally and even at an international level. We've got a lot of social workers that are in BACA and people smarter than I am at these kind of interactions Mm -hmm. and so we, we do we train our members to know how to talk to children how to react to certain things they might say and Definitely things to avoid, mm. mm-hmm. and that's definitely hard, especially if you don't work with kids that
1: often. I just started volunteer- volunteering at uh, a middle school for my job. I forgot how to work with kids. Yep. Like the closest kid I have in my life is my 15 year old sister, <laughs> and she's in Colorado, so I hardly ever see her, anyways. Yeah, um,
2: I just know babies. Like all my friends are having <laughs> babies easy. right now, and they're they're easy. It's they just say "goo goo world. gaga" or they cry. <laughs> but then I don't know nine year olds. I can't imagine. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's a different world, and you have to interact with children differently than you interact with adults. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. one of the things that we train our members is that when you interact with a child, that you put yourself down at the child's level. Mm-hmm. So you get on, and I can that. Right, you kneel out. down for some of us older. That's a little more difficult than <laughs> it is for him. But we get down on the kids' level. We always take our sunglasses off so <laughs> they can see yeah. our eyes, and I mean it makes a difference. You know. It makes a difference in how the child perceives us.
2: Mm-hmm. I bet they want to wear your vests. I bet they think your vests are well. Really you cool. know
0: what? When we adopt them into our family, we give them their own vest. Uh, oh, that's so cute! Like, what? Uh, did they get their own nickname too? They pick. They do get to pick their own road name. They even pick it too. That's a great way yeah. to help. Yeah, we don't our get kids. to pick our road names, but they get to pick theirs. <laughs> oh, okay. Any? I, maybe I'm not sure it's a violation of privacy, but any great nicknames a kid has chosen. Each of their nicknames they choose is special to them because of of one reason or another. Mm -hmm. They may like blue turtles, for example. Mm -hmm. You know, they saw a cartoon and they saw saw a blue turtle and they thought it was awesome. Mm -hmm. So their road name is going to be blue turtle. (laughs) Some of them are maybe not so cryptic, you know, they may like... A certain cartoon or a certain mm-hmm. superhero and they'll pick, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like Wonder Woman as, mm-hmm. as their nickname because that's something that is was important to them or they like that.
2: It's superhumans and superheroes, so <laughs> exactly. we're all about
0: that. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> More superhero names, the better. Yes. How do you earn your nicknames then? When I joined BACA, I had another road name already and we're never allowed to keep our existing road names. We have to get a road name based on something from the, within the organization. Why is that just kind of tradition with biker? It's kind it? of tradition and we become our own personality mm-hmm. being in this organization. When I joined, I really thought so much of the organization that I never missed any event. I mean, I was there. If there was an event that I could go to, I went to that event and a couple of the other members thought that, you know, that was a very... I mean, they could always count on me and I was... Rocksteady, <laughs> yeah. then, unlike the Mutant Ninja Turtle uh, character, which is you know he's a there's a rhinoceros that's oh I didn't know that <laughs> oh. I never go over the oh. TV shows yeah, well so, so yeah I just but,
2: know Raphael is that one uh, yeah he,
0: he's a turtle uh, but yeah anyway there was a character named Rocksteady in that uh, okay. in that series okay. but. I was not named after him. (laughs) He wants you to know that. (laughs) (laughs) The kid.
3: The kid, yeah. So, like I said, I'm a lot younger than a lot of Mm -hmm. bikers that you'll see in organizations. And in our chapter in particular, definitely the youngest member. So, it, I don't know, it just kind of came about. Started having a member or two refer to me as the kid. (laughs) And it just kind of stuck.
2: Yeah. Are you ever like, no, I... I actually really don't like this nickname.
3: If you don't like your road name, you're stuck with your road name. okay. (laughs) You have no
0: choice at that point. Yeah, if
3: you play it off too much that you want a name, then you're definitely not going to get it either. okay.
0: And we do have members that get names, and when they initially get the name, they do not like it, but they... Kind of goes on the Yeah. Well, it's it's their identity within our organization, right? I mean, so... Yeah. After a month or so, they get used to it.
1: You did say earlier that, that there is a ceremony you go through if you're... If you're initiating in a new kid.
2: Is that top secret?
0: It, it, it's not anything you'll ever go to because it is, it's <laughs> yeah. not that it's top secret. So what we do is we pick a day and pick a place and then we invite members from Baca all over Texas Ooh. to come down and then we get the child and the guardian or the mom or dad and we have, we adopt them. We, we, adopt them into the Bach family we give Mm -hmm. them a certificate um we give them of course a cut uh we'll give them some other stuff to just you know have little uh things to remember us by and um, yeah it takes about an hour and a half two hours Mm -hmm. and then if they are so inclined we'll give them an opportunity to go for a ride on a motorcycle and yeah, usually they have a real good time. And it's really good for the kids that are shy uh, when they show up and or when we show up to an adoption. You know, they're all usually really shy because, I mean, here's 50 or 60 guys on motorcycles <laughs> yeah. making a lot of noise. Yeah. But once they get probably. to interact with us and they we introduce, I mean, everybody gets introduced to the, the child. And, you know, then we give, give them an opportunity to – sharing one of the things that we love and that's riding motorcycles right so we uh, let them see all the motorcycles and they can sit on any of them they want to and start them up and rev the engines and Mm -hmm. you know just have a good old time
2: yeah i'm adopted um not into the biking community but just in general so definitely having that sense of a second family is really really important to me exactly
0: yeah, I was adopted too, so oh, I, I yeah. know exactly oh, really? what you mean, Yeah. yeah. Oh, you wow. got two
1: adopted. Adoptees yep. over here. Were you adopted too, kid? No. I was no. Not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's okay. Kyle wasn't. Yeah, dad. I wasn't either. So that's <laughs> cool. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> we'll forgive y'all.
2: <laughs> yeah, I like the fist, the pound. Where did that come from? Is that a national?
0: It's a right. So this is the symbol of our organization. Mm-hmm. And since I'm the president and he's the vice president. I'm going to let him explain exactly what each and everything <laughs> on that patch means. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because, there's, because we're a g- organization that has a lot of symbology in it. And oh, okay. Our patch has a, a, a lot of symbolo- a symbology to it. So go for it. Let's start with the colors.
3: <laughs> yeah, so the, the colors and the symbols all have a, a meaning to us. So uh, starting with the white on there, the white represents the innocence of the children. Mm -hmm. The black represents the dark times that the children have gone through. Mm -hmm. The red represents the bloodshed by the children. Oh, wow. Uh, If you look at all of our patches, you'll notice the red and the white never cross. So, Mm -hmm. and we we like to keep, you know, the innocence separate Mm -hmm. from the bloodshed. So that's really important as part of the symbology. The fist represents our opposition to child abuse. Mm -hmm. The skull and crossbones here represents our intent to see the death to child abuse. And then the chains on our patch represent the uh, our United Organization. Mm,
2: cool.
1: Very good. Yeah. Pretty job. Played. That's perfect. Okay. That's perfect. A plus. A plus.
2: I was I was in Greek life, so I'm all about the symbols too and the meanings behind everything. And who knew that a nautilus shell could represent friendship? So, Great. but yeah, but yours is more cut and dry <laughs> compared to the nautilus shell and the teddy bear teddy bear? Yeah, I don't, it was like a nautilus shell, a teddy bear and a dagger. A
1: dagger? What's a dagger for?
2: That
0: friendship? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the end of a friendship. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah you don't want to know, Kyle.
1: <laughs> what kind of person kind of goes into vodka and like, hey, this is like the thing I want to do. Is it people that like went through the abuse themselves as a kid or just people mm-hmm. like uh, just good hearted and loved ride right a motorcycle?
3: So I think it's probably a mixture. Um, I mean, I'm sure that we have members who have been through this as children themselves and you know there's others that just see an opportunity to help kids out and so they jump right in you know it's it's not for everybody we have people that come in and you know they hang around for a bit and it, it does or it can take a toll on you it's it's a big commitment so the people that stick around are the ones who see the the benefit to the kids and what we're doing to help them and and for the long haul.
0: And our members, it, it does take a commitment, you know. I mean, I use most of my vacation from work, I use doing Baca stuff, mm. you know. I mean, I don't go on cruises and that uh-huh. kind of stuff, you know. I mean, I'm taking a couple of days vacation here real soon, and I'm doing two days' worth of Baca stuff, you know. but it, So it does take... Uh, a uh, big commitment mm-hmm. and not only to us but our families I know he's married and got a, a new baby mm-hmm. and it takes a commitment to you know instead of coming home from work going Don't out miss. and doing something mm-hmm. for Baca when you know you could be sitting at home sitting on the couch with your wife and, and kid you know um, <laughs> but I mean that's the commitment that that we make you know mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not, and it's not it's not something everybody's gonna do it, it, but we choose to do it right yeah
2: did you guys grow up more service oriented before Baca? did you do i never
0: was service oriented Mm -hmm. until i became older Mm
1: -hmm.
0: one day i you know i thought well i could go spend tonight sitting at a bar drinking somewhere Uh uh-huh or why don't i find something really nice to do and help somebody out and so you know at i don't know I probably was in in my early 40s i decided to start doing volunteer work
2: yeah what about yeah you? that's yeah
3: uh, i'll uh, i'll give a shout out to my dad he raised me to look out for people and to serve where i could so uh, i've always had a a pool to help people and serve where i can and like I said earlier, when I found this, it was just the perfect fit. I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get to help kids who have been hurt and they're scared, and I get to ride my bike while I do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. better. Talk, talk about like win-win. Yeah. 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 Do you have any story like to
1: share? Like any like heartwarming <laughs> stories? Always. <laughs> oh,
3: so I, we don't talk about our kids specifically, <laughs> but I can tell you in general that yeah, like, there's no better feeling than meeting one of our kids and seeing the change in their demeanor after being brought into the family and interacting with us, especially over several months. Mm-hmm. It's so amazing to see the life come back into their eyes.
2: Mm-hmm. And they learn to trust, too, again,
3: I bet. And they learn how That's to be really kids. That's really good. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. the most important thing. <laughs> yeah. And the thing that is amazing to me, and you talk about it, is there, a, I guess, an aha mo- moment? Mm-hmm that moment to me is when you see this child who has gone through some it's normally really some pretty horrible crap you know Mm -hmm. and i mean the easy thing would be for them to forget about it move on with their life and do it and they have the guts to go and report what happened to them and then go through this whole court process and they have to they have the guts to go s- sit up on the witness stand and tell a court mm. what this bad guy did to them.
1: That's so much pressure for a kid, but yeah, it has to happen for justice to be served. And, but
0: but and they're able so to hard. do it, and it's it, yeah. it's freaking amazing. They're brave, it, it, like they and are they very brave. and I bet
2: they don't even realize it too. Like they need to, and maybe you guys show that to them that they are brave.
0: Well, we definitely yeah. let them know, and that's why we do call them our heroes because mm. I mean that's. Hey, that's a pretty tough thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many of us could no. do that.
1: No. I don't think I could.
3: Well, and another important point, too, is that, you know, as Rock said earlier, our our primary mission is to do two things. It's to protect them and empower them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're not going to be around forever. We're not a permanent crutch. Mm-hmm. We're just here to show them that they are strong enough to stand up on their own and that they can take the power to control their lives back.
1: Mm-hmm. Are you ready for your signature final question?
2: Yeah. Um, so, we're everyday superhumans. So, if Baka could be a superhero, what superhero would it be? And what superhero power would it possess?
3: So, my favorite superhero, anti-hero is actually Deadpool. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. yeah. Now, the movie is not very kid-friendly. <laughs> <but All right. laughs> if If you're a fan of the comics, he's... Oh. A little Wild off the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's uh, a little crazy sometimes. And he can be a little rough around the edges. But he's got a heart for kids. Mm-hmm. If you read through the comics, he's got this this one kid in particular that he looks after and protects. And so if I had to pick a superhero for Baca. I love Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's that's even got awesome. the right yeah, colors. Yeah, I like that. All right, that's, I do not know he had good. a heart for kids. I've only seen the movie, really. Like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the movie is the the rude and crude, but <laughs> yeah, if you if you really get down into the character, he's he's got a really good heart. Mm.
0: Spoiler. It's <laughs> yeah. a great answer, man. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. Great.
3: Uh,
1: anything else you want to sign off with? Like any anything like I may have missed asking you guys earlier oh, I think you that could, you like to share? No, the upcoming just, events. None
0: uh, right. we
3: can talk about <laughs> oh yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay yeah no I, I guess if I was going to end with anything it's that if you know a child who's going through something make sure it's reported to the correct authorities mm-hmm. if you think we're a good fit let them know to reach out because we're here because no child deserves to live in fear
1: feeling like a badass want to show a kid that they can also be a hero then go right on to BacaWorld.org to learn more about the Bikers Against Child Abuse. They're also all across social media, like on Facebook.com slash Bikers Against Child Abuse International. You can also follow them on Twitter at Baka Intel. That's B-A-C-A-I-N-T-L, all one word. And on Instagram, at Bikers Against Child Abuse Intel. That's also the I-N-T-L.
2: Feeling bad about the world? Does the 24-7 news cycle keep you down? never fear Everyday Superhumans is here restore your faith in humanity today at EverydaySuperhumans.com where you can learn all about the people saving the world each and every day while you're there sign up for our monthly newsletter where you can learn all about the ways you can become superhuman today you can also follow us on Twitter at SuperhumansCast like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash EverydaySuperhumans and check out our instagram at everyday superhumans
1: have we helped you restore your faith in humanity then be sure to rate and subscribe to everyday superhumans on itunes stitcher podcast updates or wherever you get your podcast and if you're feeling really generous be sure to donate to our patreon at patreon.com slash everyday superhumans
2: and remember not every hero has to fly so grab your cape and let's go
3: My
1: computer just cut off. I was afraid that the the thing just died. I have plenty of battery life left. Okay. okay. I freaked out there for a second. We'll Uh, talk talk fast. Yeah, I gotta talk fast.